Charlie Possum. That's a great Bible reading. Everything is meaningless. This is the word of the Lord, right? That's the text. Have you ever felt that way? Every day is just one dark thing after another. I'm living the rat race. I wake up, I work, I go home, I get some dinner, I watch a little TV, just to something stupid to slow my brain down, and then I go to bed. Meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Chasing after the wind. Been there? Be there right now? Everyone's been there. And when we get there, it's because there's no purpose. There's no mission. There's no reason. There's no reason for getting up in the day. You're like, shh, I'm just working for the man. Every single day. But what if it could be different? What if there's the switch that turned everything from meaningless to meaningful? That turned everything from purposeless to purposeful? That turned everything from awful to great? We're talking about the key today. But to do that, I want to introduce to you someone a lot of you know. Her name's Anne. Come on up here. If you don't know Anne, Anne, uh, Anne is a hairdresser, a hairstylist. I'm looking quite good this morning, as a matter of fact, I was there. And so I was talking with Anne on Friday, and Anne was telling me about her, her trip. I said, Anne, you've got to share this with everybody. Can, can I interview in church on Sunday? And she graciously said yes. So um, we've got some questions here. And so, the microphone keeps breaking. That's right, just but anyway, um, first of all, I just want to express my gratitude and thanks for all your prayers for my daughter this year. It's kind of a tough year. And um, also, thank you um, for prayer, my prayers for my mission trip. Um, I love this church, and I love my church family. It's just been a pleasant. So thank you so much. Okay, great, great. So you went on a mission trip to Antigua. Anguilla. Anguilla. I kind of messed up. Antigua, Anguilla, tomato, tomato. Okay. Anguilla. Anguilla. Which is funny because, I mean, wouldn't everyone want to do a mission trip to Anguilla? It's like, I did a mission trip to Hawaii, and I ministered to the scuba diver instructor and the surfboard. Okay. But you went to Anguilla. Yes, Anguilla. Why did you go to Anguilla? Well, first of all, I have been going to several years, and really enjoyed myself. <laughs> and um, they were hit by a horrible hurricane September 6th. It just, it was four hours of devastation. Uh, it wiped out the island, basically. Businesses, churches, um, homes, and um, they, they are based on tourism. And, of course, it was wiped out everything for them. Um, so, Something moved me, the Lord, that I needed to go back and in my own small and insignificant way to give back. And um, I put it together in two weeks with the help of everybody. Um, I appreciate that so much and uh, went to full. Wow. So, most people think, I'm going to go and help. Most people don't do that. 
What, what was your purpose? What was, what was your goal when you went down to Anguilla? Well, I had a, a goal of going to speak the gospel, and I had a plan to pass out. We had some school supplies and clothing and some medical supplies and Bibles and books. And um, it kind of didn't really flow the way I wanted it to. So I just had to turn everything over to Jesus and pray every day that he would leave. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, so, so it really turned it around. Cool. What are some, some of the things you saw, something you did, just some stories from the um, book? Well, the first, uh, well, I, had, I have so many experiences, but this is just one in particular. I visited a lady, her name was Irene, and her roof was totally blown off, and all the contents of her home was destroyed. She wasn't a very wealthy woman, so she probably didn't have a lot to begin with. But um, when I arrived there, she had been given um, a suitcase that Janie donated, and she was using it in the corner for her personal items. That was probably her only precious item at that time. And um, they were working to try to get a roof back on and some doors in her house. And um, I started speaking the gospel to her. And just a light came on inside of her. And um, when I was giving her a, a Jesus Calling book, she grabbed that book and held it to her heart, and she ran and hid it. She was worried I was going to take it away from her. <laughs> but um, this is a very religious island, and um, I didn't really realize that going as a, the ugly tourist until I was down there speaking the gospel. And when I talked to them, just a light would come on and we would start interacting with each other. And it was such a wonderful experience because we really were able to share on a different level that we've never, I've never experienced on that island before. So, Good. nice. Great experience. Cool. Yeah. You share with us another picture here. And that's, that's a, we're standing actually in the main living area and okay. you can see that the sun's coming down. So oh my goodness, I think you're outside. It's totally gone, no. It was just, I, there are other pictures, but it doesn't really show that all the devastation. My next picture is a woman, Lillian, and we met her for lunch one afternoon. She had a business that was totally destroyed on the island, and um, she's a really cool lady. Her, she has two fabulous daughters. One works uh, as a special needs teacher. The other daughter is in the government, and she's a very special soul. We really love her, and so we went to lunch and to give her actually a donation to try to get electricity restored to her um, business. And um, when lunch was over, I presented her with a Jesus Calling book. And she just, it was like the money really didn't mean anything but that book. Just, she just burst out into tears and she was so thankful and she wanted me to sign it for her. And, <laughs> and it was just such a positive, uplifting experience. And I just found that all over the island when I would talk to her. Yeah. yeah. You shared with me that the one time you were walking down the street. Oh yeah. Okay. This is a good one. <laughs> well, there were so many experiences that were just so special. Um, but this is one that I was going down this part of the street that's kind of um, I walk five miles every morning at dawn, and I had a negative experience the day before. So the next day, when I was walking through this kind of a troubled area. And I was singing a song um, 
and I'm holding up my arms and praising the area. I got round to another. What were you singing? I was singing, um, what a beautiful name it is, Jesus Christ. Did you sing it for us right now? But I'm holding my arms and saying, I'm trying to, you know, soothe this area, and I go to a different location because I wanted to check out some damage that had been done, and uh, I noticed this lady on the other side of the street, and she's adjusting something on her arm, and all of a sudden she throws up her hands and starts singing the same song I had been singing a, a mile back, and I had to go and embrace her and just say, wow, you will not believe this. Here I am I'm from Colorado, I'm in Anguilla, and I was just singing this song, and you're singing this song. And it was just, it was a beautiful, beautiful heartwarming experience. And she turned me on to a church there that she goes to, and we just had a great fellowship. It's really wonderful. Wow, pretty cool. So you just decided to go. You, no one's spying, was no part, no group, nothing like that. You just thought, God put it on your heart to go. No, I needed to give back because I enjoy this island so much. I didn't have any plans to go back, but I re realized how needy they are, that they need tourists to come back. I felt like I would yeah. make that decision. Would you have done this trip five years ago? Well, I was kind of on holiday. On holiday? <laughs> yeah, on holiday. But, but this type of trip was no, just I would not. I would not. Yeah. I would not. Yeah. I would not. I am a changed person. What, what happened? Well, partially, um, Gracious Savior has happened to me. Um, also going to Cuba and speaking the gospel turned my life around. Um, it just turned a light up. I mean, I have been, I could speak the words, but until um, I really started living God's power, that's when it started coming through me, and uh, it's changed my life. Cool. Very cool. So... Is everything meaningless today? Meaningless. meaningless. Chasing after the wind. What you do each and every day. How, how, does, how does God impact your daily life? I didn't, I didn't have this on the list. I, I'm, I'm live, I live His power every day. My heart is full of Christ every day. And I walk and walk. Mm -hmm. And it's made such an impact on my life. I can't even share how yeah. huge what a turnaround it has meant for me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of you are thinking, going, wow, I, I could never do that. I could never just pick up and go to a foreign country and walk around and singing songs about Jesus and embracing strangers on the street who happen to be singing the exact same song. <laughs> um, I could never uh, walk into someone's home that's been destroyed. And well, what do you say to someone like that? Your, your house is gone. Jesus loves you. It's a tough message. It's a tough thing to, to share. And uh, what's cool is that when you walk into, I mean, meet people like that uh, in Cuba, living in uh, pretty horrible circumstances, and they'll say, "Thank you." It's, it's so good to know that God cares and that God loves me and that Jesus died on the cross for me. Here's the, the really cool thing. You don't have to go to Anguilla to do this. <laughs> you can if you want to. But you don't have to. Uh, because there's people all around you who are living without hope, 
We're living each and every day thinking that it's meaningless, a chasing after the wind. And, and you know something that they don't. And by God's grace, I pray that you have something that they want. And that's a reason for getting up in the morning. It's a reason for going through life knowing that everything you do most likely will end after you die. In that sense, it is a chasing after the wind. But because of Jesus, there's life forever, which gives everyday purpose and makes everything you do have meaning. And the people you encounter are people who Jesus has died for, which means they have value. And they just need someone to share Jesus with them. And if you're thinking, I could never possibly do that, let me give you a couple, a couple tips. Here's the first tip. The first tip is you have to actually like the person. Or you think they're not all that bad. Right? Think that, you know, this is the person that Jesus died for. This person has value. You have, to, you have to actually believe that. That's a good start, right? The second start is you have to ask them this question. Hey, how are you doing? Can you do that? You can do that. And when they say, all fine, you say, really? You say, really? Really? And then give them a chance to go, oh yeah, really, that is fine. Or, no, actually, no, it's not that fine. If you know the person well, they'll tell you the truth. Most people do. And then when they see something that's going wrong in their life, you say, wow, that sounds hard. Can I pray with you? Now this is going to wiggle out. And it's okay. Because if they're desperate enough, whether they believe in God or not, they'll say yes. Because desperate people will take all the help they can get. You say, okay, let's pray. And then you pray right then and there. And some of you, this is already waking you up. And that's okay. Because when you get to that situation, the Holy Spirit provides the words. It happens every single time. Every single time. Guaranteed. You pray with that person. You pray for that person. Because you like that person and God loves that person. Every day has purpose. Every day is meaningful. Because you have a creator, a savior, an equipper who loves you. And so I want to thank Anne for, for going. Uh, thank Anne for sharing. And, uh, Jesus, um, <laughs> sometimes uh, Satan lies to us and we get caught in a trap that every day is, is Groundhog Day. It's just that the same day over and over and over. And uh, we feel helpless. We feel as what we do doesn't matter. We get self-absorbed. And so if, if nothing matters, then we'll just do whatever does best for ourselves. 
But Lord, uh, you matter. And uh, we matter to you. So Lord, uh, lift up uh, Anguilla and all those other countries just slammed by the hurricane. We pray, Lord, that you would heal and restore. Lord, we thank you for Anne for giving her time uh, and her, her money, Lord, to get down there. And Lord, we thank you um, that she brought a little bit of, of just aid but Lord, a whole lot of you. Lord, we lift up everyone here, uh, all of our contractors, teachers, um, that sales people, um, delivery people, Lord God, um, all the gifts and talents you put in this room and who use those talents in, in lots of different variety of ways. And Lord, may we bring you to each and every day. May we bring you into each and every relationship. So that, Lord, uh, we don't live meaningless lives or purposeless lives. But, Lord, that we live lives that have an eternal impact. And, Lord, by the grace of God, one day you might call us home. And we're enjoying heaven with you. And we'll meet someone and go, oh, wow, how did you get here? I'll say because you shared Jesus with me. Lord, for the folks here who are here ex ex just exploring, just checking things out, Lord God, um, thank you that you've brought them here. And Lord, we pray that you might uh, impact their lives. That they might be uh, overwhelmed by a cross sacrifice your love that that might be absolutely wrecked by your grace and Lord that we might know because you live we can face tomorrow and every day Lord Jesus thanks pray this in your name Amen stand in praise for God